0: Morning, our nugget starts off this way, you cannot compensate by sacrifice, you cannot compensate by sacrifice what you lose through disobedience, one more time. You cannot compensate by sacrifice what you lose through disobedience. We need to truly think about that. Uh, King Saul tried that. Compensate by giving sacrifices through his disobedience and it got him nothing but trouble. In fact, his uh, leadership of the his uh, nation of Israel was taken away. Well, glory to God! We're almost halfway through this month. Uh, today is uh, what we call Palm Sunday, but it's not Palm Sunday by the Jewish calendar. So we're going to go a little backwards today, okay? Because we're going to talk about the Passover, okay? Your world is about to change. We are living in biblical, prophetic end times. This is the season of Passover. The ancient Jews called this season Miracle of miracles. It was a time of redemption, or it is a time of redemption, I should say, and special offerings. So we're going to look at this. If you'll turn with me to Leviticus chapter 23. Leviticus chapter 23, starting with verse 1. I'll read from the Amplified. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelis, The set feasts, or appointed seasons, of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, even my set feasts are these. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest a holy convocation, or assembly by summons. You shall do no work on that day. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the set feast or appointed seasons of the Lord, holy convocations. You shall proclaim at their stated times. Here we go. On the 14th day of the first month at twilight, the Lord's Passover on the fifteenth day of the same month at the Feast of Unleavened Bread to the Lord, for seven days you shall eat unleavened. Well, let's just stop right there. We'll just stop with actually with verse 5. God's feasts, they are ordained by Him. And even though we're Christians, we're Judeo-Christians, because our background comes from the Jews. So we actually should, the body of Christ should be observing these feast days, as we noted a few, a few years ago when we talked about the feast. These days should be noted by us, okay? Uh, again, God ordains His feast. This is something He wants to commemorate and observe. It has value that must that we must come to recognize and esteem. Okay. Now let's go to the book of, uh, let's back up to the book of Exodus, chapter 12. This is talking about the Passover in Exodus chapter 12. And we will look at verse 14. And this day from the Amplified. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Keep it as an ordinance forever. So this is not going to stop. Forever means it goes into eternity. So we need to understand that. Okay, now let's um, move forward to the book of Deuteronomy now and chapter 16. That's Deuteronomy chapter 16. Verse 16. Again from the Amplified. Three times a year shall your males appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses at the feast of unleavened bread at the feast of the weeks at the feast of tabernacles or booth they shall not appear before the lord empty-handed whoops what's that say verse 17 every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the lord your god which he has given to you so when you when we approach these feast days we are to bring a special offering wow okay this God-appointed feast, we're talking, we're, we're about ready to go into Passover, is to take place this April 15th. Actually, it's the 14th, sunrise, a sunset, that's when the new day starts. So that's the 15th of April, 2014. That's a Tuesday, Wednesday, according to the Jewish calendar. Of course, our calendars are different. Jewish calendars are go by the lunar calendar. Uh, system, we go by the uh, Greg, I can't even get the word out, but it's some Pope way back when, and we followed his, he figured out something, so it's a little bit off in what we are recognizing, okay? This year's beginning Passover, oh, let's see, will feature a sign in the heavens that are very rare. It's the first of four blood moons. Let's go to the book of Joel, Joel, right after Hosea. I know you found it there. Joel chapter 2. In Joel chapter 2, I've got a headlining. It says, The Promise of the Outpouring of the Spirit for this chapter. But it's in verse uh, 30, that's Joel chapter 2, verse 30. I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood, fire, and pillars made of smoke. Okay. I'm going to read that from the amplified. And I will show signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. Now let's go to Acts chapter 2. Book of Acts, chapter 2. Acts, chapter 2. Verse 20. Ta- this is talking about our, our end times that we are living in. And the verse 20. And the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the obvious day of of the lords comes that great and notable and uh, conspicuous and renowned day glory to God hallelujah so there's signs and wonders that we need to observe can anybody uh, tell me what was one of the first signs that God gave us think the rainbow glory to God that was God's covenant. Uh, if you want, That's in Genesis chapter 9, verse 13. He said, I'll give you a sign that this, that you'll, I'll never flood the earth again. So he gave a sign. So that every time you see the rainbow, you, you see a sign from God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Now we're going back to this Passover that we're going to, about to partake in, or that's going to come up. It's going to have a blood moon. Now there's our blood moons on the following dates, beginning this year. April 15, 2014 is a Passover. Uh, in fact, if you're wanting to see the blood moon, keep your alarms set at 11.30. And it's supposed to come, up, come about midnight. If we have clear skies, believe we'll have clear skies, you'll see the blood moon, OK? Uh. I don't know if it's going to be clear, but check it out. And then at the, towards the end of the year, in October 8th, 2014, um, there'll be another blood moon for the Feast of Tabernacles. Then going into next year on April 4th, again, Passover. Wow. April 4th, 2015. And then we have another blood moon on September 28th, again, the Feast of Tabernacles. So I believe God is trying to tell us something very important that's going to happen. So we need to be open to what he's going to reveal. Up to this time, there have been seven blood moons since the time of Jesus. And all seven times they fell on the Jewish feast days. And every time it fell on one of the Jewish feast days, something dramatic took place. A world event took place. Example, in 1492 we have Columbus sailing the blue, but actually before that, (laughs) he sailed from Spain But at that time, Queen, I think it's Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand chopped off. He told the Jews to get out of Spain. There were two Jews that that were quite wealthy and went to the king and said, Don't do this, we'll pay you. And they gave him a lump sum. Huge. But uh, the king was coerced by some religious people, uh, a bishop or something, that told him not to uh, do it. He kept the money and he sponsored Christopher Columbus to come to find the West Indies, which actually was the Americas. If you look further back into history, you find that Christopher Columbus, that's not his real name, he's actual part Jew. So they were were supporting a Jew to find the Americas. Um, When he found the Americas, that you could say was the birthplace of America that now, as we know it, as our country developed, we have open ha- hands to all immigrants, and the, many of the Jews came here because they were free from uh, being persecuted. Wow. But when the Jews were thrown out of, uh, of uh, Spain within a year, they had a collapse. Their um, prestige in the world fell apart. So there was a change. What's going to change this year? Um, Again, after each blood moon, the world changed. There was a transfer of power. Spain lost its power, it lost its finances. One must remember the feasts are of God's appointed times, and that certain blessings are only distributed. At the date and the time of the Passover. Like I said, there were seven blood moons throughout history. Uh, you could look at the one in, uh, uh, for Israel coming, becoming a, a nation, 1948. 1967 was when they had their, uh, their war, their Seven-Day War, by call it the Seven-Day War. Each time something happened, Israel became a nation. They, they recaptured Jerusalem. Power changed. Finances came in. So, with seven blood moons taking place, this is going to be the eighth one. You know what eight means in the Bible? New beginnings. So, with this... This Passover coming up, new beginnings are going to take place. Glory to God, hallelujah. So let's look at some uh, what the Passover blessings were first. First, uh, first thing of, of uh, the Passover blessing, great grace. That means they were selected, chosen, and ordained to be His people. Going back all the way back to Egypt. That's where Passover started. Two, there was divine protection. Blood was shed. The angel of death could not touch them. So we have, we are, they are ordained, ordained people. They were protected. Third thing that happened. Divine favor was bestowed upon them. A transfer of finances, huge abundance, came into the hands of the Israelis. After the death of the firstborn of Egypt, they were giving their money to the to Israelis. Get out of here. Take everything we got. Get out of here. Wow. This is the Passover blessings that we can expect today. The Passover, this Passover, with the blood moons, will be be like no other since the time that that it was instituted by God. This Passover Passover starts the Samhita year. For those that have not read Blood Moon yet, a Samhita year is the year, the seventh year. It's a year where the land of Israel was supposed to rest. And it was a blessing. So in the sixth year, before the Semite year, that means a huge bumper crop came in. And they were in the seventh year, they're not supposed to plant anything or sow anything. So the sixth year had such a bumper crop that it goes into the seventh year and they didn't have to do anything. But then the 8th year, they didn't have anything to get, because they didn't plant in the 7th year. So they planted that year, but they still had to live off of it. And they went into the 3rd year because the crops hadn't come in yet. So there's three combined blessings of this Passover, because it goes into the Semita year. A threefold blessing, the Summita year is a a sabbatical year, and the blessings, but a Summita year can also carry warnings to those who won't listen. Uh, Our country, of course in 2001 we had 9-11, devastation, the next Summita year, seven years later in 2008, the stock market fell, the stock market fell. To 777.7. Wow. So what's going to happen to the world this Tuesday or Wednesday? It's the Samhita year. There's blessings for those who are in, under God's cover and disruption for the rest of the world. We can't control what, the, what goes on in the world, but we control our own destiny. You control your own destiny. When we obey God's word, we tap into His resources and His provisions. Amen? Okay, again, in year, nothing is sown, which means the harvest. Of the, so I already talk, spoke about that. Okay. Threefold blessings. Okay. Remember we said that re- reading from Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 17 what was needed when when the Jews were to observe this this feast or the feast that he's talked about what was needed An offering, a special offering. Well, with with that three in the immediate here, we got we have a threefold blessing. Are you ready to receive? Yes. That's a blessing that's pressed down, running together. Yes. Wow! Can it get any better than that? Pressed down, running together, running over. I mean, whoa! We have to be just rejoicing. Well, praise God. Something better can happen. Amen. Some of you are shaking your heads. After the Samhita year, which is right in the middle of, of the three years that we're supposed to get this blessing, after the Samhita year comes the year of Jubilee. Whoa, glory to God. What happens when, when, when things happen, when, when Jubilee happened? Hallelujah, hallelujah. The captives were set free. You ready to get free? There was debt cancellation. Everything is recovered and returned back to the owner. Whoa. So we need to get ready to receive blessings from God. The windows of opportunity, glory to God, are here. To those who are obedient to his word. The world, like I said, the world is about to change. I don't know what's going to take place after Passover. Passover. Or during Passover, something is usually taking place. Watch Israel, watch our, watch our own country. Something is about to take place. There's rumblings in the world right now. But to the obedient believer, which is you, Amen? You're going to be in the forefront of God's blessings. Boy, some of you are just sitting there like, Okay. You're going to be in the forefront of God's blessing. Oh, glory to God. <sighs> Above and beyond what you can expect. I tell you what, you better have some deep pockets and they better be sewn up because you don't want, you want nothing, you don't want to lose anything. Remember, remember God, a lot of God's people had a lot of money come into them, but they had not, they had not only deep pockets, but they had holes in their pockets. They just, just left as soon as they got them. Wow. Oh. So make sure you are... Nothing is going to tear open your, your blessing. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, now that we've gone through that and you're prepared for the past, so we're going to go back to what we call Palm Sunday. Okay? So let's uh, turn to the book of Luke. Chapter 19. Boy, we're going to have lunch early today. Luke chapter nineteen, beginning beginning with twenty eight, we see Jesus is ready to come into his have his triumphant triumphant. Tri, his victorious <laughs> procession into Jerusalem. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He was riding on the colt. The Old Testament says. It was day that the people were hailing him as king. And with joyful shouts of Hosanna. anybody know what Hosanna means? Save now. Glory to God. So here he comes. Here's here, here Jesus coming into Jerusalem. Save now. Glory to God. They're referring to him as, as a descendant of King David. Save now. Time now's the time to do your wonderful works. They were wanting to throw remove the shackles of the Roman Empire that's holding Jerusalem down, but that's not exactly what God saw. He saw the shackles of the devil on us that had to have been thrown down first, removed. Uh, let's go to verse 35. And they sought him, and they brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the colt, and they set... Jesus thereon, and he went, and they spread their clothes in the way, and, and when it's come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount Obs, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for a mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven, and glory in the highest. Well, we always have somebody that's trying to change things. Verse 39, and some of the Pharisees from the multitude said unto him, Master rebuke the disciples and he answered unto them, I tell you that if these should not hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. We sing some songs that all nature cries out. The trees clap their hands and so forth. So Nature knows better than we do. Oh my gosh! And when he had come near, he beheld the city, and he wept over it. Here, here is everybody rejoicing. We have the king; he's going to save us now. And Jesus is is crying, or weeping. Again, stones would, uh, stones would cry out. Well, aren't we God's, uh, God's highest creation? And you're going to let lonely stones or rocks cry out and replace you? We need to go, on, go into all the world. And proclaim the gospel to all living creatures. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 41, again, he wept over Jerusalem. He knew the hearts of the people, their rebellion, their sins, and their hypocrisy. And what they were destined to ha- take place in their lives. Within that week, uh, Jesus would Minister at the temple. In fact, he cleansed out the temple again. <laughs> scourged it. Got rid of the money people and so forth. In preparations for the Passover. Amen. Glory to God. I told you, you we're going to get out early. Boy, eyes opened up. What? Okay. I did not take or receive the offering today for this purpose. We're going to celebrate, we're celebrating Passover with your, your, with, you're going to give. Everybody has to give. I want 100% giving today on, on this. If you don't have the money, just raise your hand. I, I've got a few dollars. That I, don't be ashamed. We want 100% because remember, Divine favors bestowed upon the righteous. Finances are going to come in their hands. If you don't have any finances, raise your hands. I'll, I'll give you some money. I'm willing to do it. I want 100%. If you have already made out a check and you have what what today is, what is today building fund? The three building fund. Ah, uh, today is building fund. Mark, cross out building fund, put down Passover on all your envelopes or your checks. If you have something else on there, like if you have tithes and offerings, cross out offerings, put down Passover.